Hey there, ProSide leaders. Thank you so much for joining us for another uh, ProSide Leadership Podcast. And we want to provide this as a resource for all of us as we're preparing to lead our small groups from week to week and make disciples in our in our small group environment. And uh, one of the, the questions that we get a lot is how to better fac- facilitate conversations. And uh, one of the things that I think is a best practice for all of us is to practice what we call clustering. And if you've been around for a while, you've probably heard that term. Um, But what clustering is, is essentially breaking down one group into two smaller groups for conversation. You can still meet at the same place, have good fellowship before and after, but for the actual meat of the conversation, we break the the larger group down into smaller uh, clusters uh, to better facilitate conversation. There's three main reasons why you want to do that. The first reason is so that more people can participate. I think we've all been in a setting where there's, you know, so many people that you just don't feel like talking. <laughs> it's awkward to to uh, share your opinion or share your heart or even more so to divulge uh, personal intimate details of your life to seven or eight people, half of whom you don't really know. And that can be very scary. And uh, for a newer person or a person who's not as comfortable, uh, that can be downright frightening. Uh, However, breaking the group down into groups of three or four is a lot more accessible. Um, And so it it makes it possible for more people to participate. Uh, The less dominant voices won't dominate conversations as much. Uh, And the second reason is it just enables better conversations in general. Uh, There's a study done by a researcher by the name of Robin Dunbar. And she found that the optimal size for a conversation is four people. And the reason why she came up with that is is that... uh, it mirrors the participants' ability, mental cognitive abilities to mentally model everyone in the room. And uh, what she found is any more than four people, you, you, our minds just have a hard time grasping the relationships and even just grasping the conversation. But around four people is optimal. And so here's what we do in our, in our small groups. Um, for, we can meet together from three to five people, but once you get to six what we encourage doing is clustering into two groups of three. So three in one group, three in another group. And I've just noticed personally in my own groups that once a group gets larger than five or six, it's just hard. It's unwieldy. It's not that uh, the conversations aren't as good. But then you break it down into smaller groups of three to four, and the conversations just take off. And I've just found personally my experience match uh, what uh, Dunbar found. And so it enables better conversations, more transparency, more sharing. People are more at ease in smaller groups. And so breaking larger groups down, I think, uh, matches up with what research shows us. And the third reason why we want to cluster is it gives us a great opportunity to equip leaders. Oftentimes, newer leaders find large groups daunting. I mean, I do. When there's like six or seven people, man, I'm like, oh, man, it's going to take a lot more effort to lead this group and uh, a lot more intentionality. But a group of three, I can do that. That's easy. And uh, for newer leaders who we want to equip and empower, breaking the group down smaller gives them bite-sized Uh, opportunities to lead uh, in ways that are less daunting and so you may have a group that uh, a leader that you're trying to empower when we cluster tell them in advance hey when we cluster when we get six people or more you're going to lead a cluster okay and I've had it where people are like oh I don't know I don't know if I can do it I'm like you can lead a conversation with two other people or three other people and uh, most people are willing to give that a try and then they see that it wasn't that bad it wasn't that bad and it was actually fun and they'll be much more willing to lead in the future. However, if you tell a new leader, hey, you're going to lead a group of six or seven people, well, that's just daunting for anybody. So breaking it down into smaller clusters will enable uh, e- equipping leaders uh, much more easily. And so those are three main reasons why we cluster. 
And so again, what I do is I tell, I have my, my apprentice and he knows that whenever six or more people are here, we're going we're gonna to cluster and you're going to lead. So he comes prepared every single week. Some weeks we don't cluster, some weeks we do. Now, the reason why we don't cluster at less than three is uh, you kind of want that triad uh, for synergy to happen. Two people, is you don't get as much synergy. Three is a great number. Uh, so we say anywhere from three to five, we'll stay together. Uh, once we hit six, we'll break into groups of threes, two groups of three, and we'll keep on doing that as the number grows. And that just is a great way to manage your conversations. Well, I hope that was helpful. Uh, one of the things that we want to avoid is just having large groups where one person or a few people are talking and other people are just listening. So clustering can be a great tool to help enable greater conversations, greater transparency, and greater relational discipleship, which is ultimately the goal. We'll put it into practice. Let us know what you think. I'd love to hear your feedback on how it works in your small groups, and we'll continue learning and growing together. But again, thank you leaders for all that you do. Thank you for leading your groups and leading uh, people closer to Christ and closer to being disciples of Jesus in the process. God bless you all. We love you. Thank you very much.